This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question on your mind, here's what you do. You go check out all of my material because there's a very, very good chance your question has been answered there. If for some reason it has not, and you have consumed every video and podcast I have ever done, then you go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below in the show notes and in the description in YouTube. And you pose your question there and somebody is bound to answer you. So a couple programming notes before we get too deep into things. Um, A lot of you guys know I uh, live in Las Vegas, but not in the summertime. It is just too hot. I go elsewhere. Um, So I am not in Pacific Standard Time currently, and I'll be moving further away from it as the summer progresses. So you may be getting your trading videos and your podcast episodes earlier than normal. Now, this is not a big deal to some of you, but uh, for some of you, it might be because I know a lot of people stay up late just to catch a new episode. And a good handful of you may not have to do that as much uh, during the summertime months, uh, which is good. But if you're wondering why things are coming out a bit earlier, it's not probably going to be a permanent thing, but at least for the summertime it will be. And I'll be heading over to Europe in about a month, and I have no idea time-wise how that's going to go, but I'll figure it out along the way. And I don't think there's going to be too much deviation from uh, when the podcasts and videos are actually going to be sent out. Uh, But you're going to to notice a difference now, and you may notice uh, another difference in about a month from now, just so you know. I do appreciate the fact that people do uh, give up some of their time just to wait for the release of the videos in the podcast, and I want to make sure that I keep you all informed the best I can. And also, I think some of you were waiting for the Broker Q&A podcast episode this weekend because I said that this was the weekend it was coming out. I think it is a better idea to release it next week for a couple reasons. Uh, One, I just released the United States Brokers video last Thursday, and the process has been going very, very smoothly to the point where we don't really have any issues or questions or problems even coming up. I know um, there's an issue with traders from states like Ohio and Arizona who are unable to sign up right now. I will look into that. My main contact is away for the holidays. I told you we'd have some issues with the video coming out on the holidays, and that's one of them, is I just don't have my main contact around to bounce questions off of. So I will have a more comprehensive list of answers, and if anything comes up next week, we'll be able to answer that too. And then I'll also be able to dive a little more into what is going on with IC Markets. Uh, So IC Markets is one of the largest brokers in Australia. They're not one of the ones I recommended. Um, but people are very concerned that what's going on with them is going to have a ripple effect on some of the other Aussie brokers, namely Blueberry Markets, who I did recommend in my international brokers video. So short answer, long answer, short answer, it's not likely to affect them at all. And it's probably at this point not even going to affect IC Markets, but I will have a lot more information on this next week. And I think waiting one more week to collect all this information is going to make for a much better podcast episode. So we're just going to not do a filler episode like I called like I called last week's episode, even though people seem to enjoy it. Uh, we're just going to rearrange the time schedule here, and uh, the question for episode 54 is going to come now, as opposed to a week from now. And uh, for this question, I need to give another country shout out, because this is a very underrated country, because I don't think I've ever mentioned them, uh, but they have been top 10 as far as podcast downloads and as far as YouTube viewership almost this entire time, ever since I began. Um, but I don't think I have mentioned them one time. 
So let me just go on the record by saying we here at the Forex Q&A podcast salute the great nation of Germany. You guys have been holding strong this entire time, have gotten really no mentions, and have just been right there in the background quietly doing your work. And I've got to say, probably pound for pound, the absolute best, most well thought out questions I get have come from Germany. Uh, my only complaint, if I had one, is that sometimes the questions are so intensely mathematically driven, because everybody in Germany is a goddamn genius, uh, that I just don't know how to answer them. So every once in a while, I'd have to respond back and say, whoa, whoa, slow down, please simplify your questions so people like me can understand it. Uh, but apart from that, man, Germans get it. And the question we're going to have here for episode 54 is one of those examples of the types of uh, really high quality questions I get from the land of Sauerbraten. So episode 54's question is from Rolf from Kempen, Germany. And Rolf asks, can I use two separate algorithms to trade the entirety of the Forex market? And that was the end of the question. I actually wish Rolf would have given me a bit more on this one. Uh, because this question can go a number of ways, but let's just go ahead and take this episode of the podcast to go over all those different avenues and talk about them. So for those who are brand new to the show, um, we put together an algorithm. It is a system of indicators and money management strategies to best be able to enter and exit the market. Uh, we assemble them, we back test them, and we forward test them. And only then, when we know we have something really great that we know works, over the span of many different market cycles, then we actually put that algorithm to work in real trading. Now, as far as what I do, and I think a lot of you know what I do, I just take my best algorithm possible and just run with it. Because I know that no matter what the market conditions are, you know, there might be some other algorithms I could put together that would work better during those times. Um, but overall, you know, if it works really well, just use it, no matter what. Because even when it's giving you losses, you know that long term, you're going to come out way ahead in the end. And this is what really good back testing and forward testing will do. It will give you the confidence to know that even when you're taking a string of losses, uh, you know that you have seen this happen before. And it's just a matter of time before you make all those losses back and start winning again. So why complicate things? But I also understand that so many of you are doing such a great job following directions in terms of backtesting confirmation indicators, which is your first step, and then backtesting your entire system, and then finding the best system out of all the ones you put together, and then forward testing it from there. And for anybody that does not know how to do these things, I will provide links to every podcast episode where I talked about this uh, down below in the show notes and in the description. But um, I do know because it's happened to me too. Sometimes you have more than one algorithm that has performed really, really well. And your second place algorithm is probably pretty close to the one that performed the best. And there is that temptation to not just leave that second place algorithm in the dust. You want to use it. You want to make money off of it. You know, if some is good, more is better. And if this is the case, and these two algorithms are fairly different from one another, but you have done the testing, and you know that both perform very, very well, one just performs slightly better than the other one does, I would say go ahead and use both. If you're doing it correctly, I don't really see any disadvantage to not having two of them going at one time. 
You just have to make sure that you are running them on two completely separate accounts. And the main thing here, and we have spoken about this before, make sure you are using the same algorithm for every single Forex pair you are trading. We trade 28 pairs here. It used to be 27. Then we added Euro Swission at the very end. Um, those are podcast episodes as well. Very early podcast episodes. I'm not going to link that down below. I think it's episode four. And then we talked about it again a few episodes after that. But don't sit there and say, well, this algorithm works better on the Aussie CAD and this one works better on the Aussie Kiwi. So I'm going to use this one here and that one there. Don't do that. Um, this, you are convoluting things just for the sake of convoluting them at this point. And it's really hard to track the results when you do this. Because if you do this correctly, and you do what I said, and you have one account for one of your algorithms, and you have another account for your other one, over time, um, in real actual trading with real emotions involved, which is what you've been preparing yourself for this whole time, you might find that one of those systems, one of those algorithms, clearly outperforms the other. And this is very important information for you to have. But you will never know this if you don't treat them completely separately and let both of them run their courses throughout the entirety, like Rolf said, of the Forex market for a good one, two years. And I would say to you then, once you have done that, and if a clear winner has arisen between the two, just go all in on the winner. Withdraw all of the money out of your account from the one that is second place and put all of it into the one that is performing best. Now, you guys know I always recommend that you diversify and spread things out. Uh, but at this point, you've been running these things long enough to where this just becomes common sense. If you have one system that is giving you, let's say, a 16% return year over year, and then another one that is consistently now giving you a 13% return year over year, at this point, as long as you've been running these two, you are officially leaving money on the table. And for what? For the hopes that someday the worse one's going to overtake the better one? You know, at this point, that's probably not going to happen. So my overall answer to this is, yes, go right ahead and do it, but just do it right. Um, don't use them both in the same trading account and just alternate them when it becomes convenient or depending on which currency pair you trade. That's silly. You're going to end up not getting the results you really want. And the results you do get are not going to be very accurate or very telling when it comes to what you are able to do overall with these systems you've put together. Put them in two separate accounts, run them, make your money, but then after a certain amount of time, take a good hard look at both. And if one is clearly outperforming the other, then you can safely say, look, it is well worth my time to put all of my chips into this one system. Which sounds crazy when you first say it, because I'm a, a big proponent of diversifying and spreading things out. But when you have something that you have seen with your own two eyes that works amazingly in backtesting, in forward testing, and then a couple years into actual trading, you officially have something great. And you need to stick with it and stop trying to get all cute and spread things out and leave money on the table just for diversification's sake. Diversifying and spreading out your money is almost always a good idea, but every once in a while, and this is one of those cases, it doesn't always make the most sense. So if you guys have some systems that you put together that are just sitting there collecting dust, even though you know they are profitable, just not quite as profitable as the one you have going right now, run them. Maybe they'll come around, maybe they won't. 
Um, but at least you will know. And as, if it's as good as you say it is, you'll be making money this entire time. So I would like to thank Rolf for this week's question. I would like to thank Germany for continuing to be awesome. And I haven't mentioned this in a while for those of you who are on iTunes or Apple Podcast. If you would go to iTunes and give this podcast a five-star review, uh, we have gotten a lot uh, since the podcast began, and I cannot thank you guys enough for that. And maybe one of these days, Apple will actually get the picture and start ranking me ahead of other podcasts that died five years ago. Uh, but your time is appreciated nonetheless. And just remember, traders, the work never stops. Uh, lots more great videos and podcast episodes coming your way. And in the meantime, you know what to do on your end, right? Be absolutely relentless. Never stop. Go get it.